0: Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. All right, moms and dads, boys and girls, children of all ages. And, you know, and I had a different intro. Yeah? For this. And you forgot it. Well, yeah, I'm like, oh, this is so much better than that. Like, we've been saying that for years. And... (laughs) Just, what was and, it? I thought, and I thought, I'll write that down. But I'm like, I don't want to be reading it on the podcast. Right, right. And I, I don't have it anyway, so I should have just written it down. Joe oh, and, and um,
1: yeah.
0: Bill wouldn't have cared if they saw me no, reading something. No, they wouldn't. No. They would have been, like, would have you been know, like,
2: oh, look, he's learned to read. <laughs> that's great. Reading yeah. is fundamental. It
0: is fundamental. So it is mental as well. Oh, that's something. It's yeah. fun and it's mental. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, where we bring you super fun music and entertainment discussion yes. every week. We should pick a fun topic and uh, hash it out a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Most most of the time, all the facts are completely wrong. So yeah. Don't hold me. That today's podcast is about uh, seventy-six albums from nineteen seventy-six, and I just pulled like a picture from the internet with that of mm-hmm. my albums yeah. and. Th- <laughs> There was the wrong Queen album, and some yep. guy... No, on called on, you out on yes, it. That's
1: right!
2: that think out.
0: about.
1: called
2: so, yeah. Have you listened to our podcast? Of course it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I'm
2: like,
0: uh, like, dude, calm down. It's either like a day at the races or night at the... A day at the yeah. races, night at the opera. they were flip They got flip-flopped uh, on there. Yeah, well, so I didn't be. make that picture. I mean, I Come got on. time for shit like that. I don't get paid to do stuff like that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't hey, no, we need... We need where's our girl sweet brown where is where sweet is brown she? when you need her I know but um, so anyway so that's this is what we do we pick a topic we get into it we have a good time going over it we also uh, include a few things like uh, maybe some of the uh, movies books YouTube stuff that we yes. got into over the week yes. and sort of give you uh, a thought maybe some recommendations and stuff you might want to check out yeah. uh, as well as some new music did you, did you get some new music this week I did not. I have a kick ass band. I have a really good band. They are local, too, and I'm really excited um, uh, uh, to talk about them. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways, we're going to get into that a little bit later on. Anyways, uh, shout out to Wolf's Customs. Go to wolf'scustoms.com. Find them on social media. Why do you That's want to cool. do that? For custom artwork on your musical instruments and all things related to music, You do a great job. You know, really, way cool way to stand out. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to rockrage dot Download the free app. How much does it cost, though? <laughs> it's free. No. It's like Homer Simpson picking up the phone. Operator, give me the give me the number for nine one one. So, yes. anyways. Um, yeah, it's free app, and, and you hear great music programming 24-7. Mm-hmm. com is our website. There's no free app there, no. but there is all things Ludini, uh, links to all our back podcasts, our YouTube archive. I, I, did ton, I used to do tons of interviews. Um, as soon as I can figure out how to make that work with what we're doing now, I'm going to want to get back to doing some interviews as well. But um, tons of interviews with some really cool artists, so go back and check that out. And it gives us access to our uh, private inner circle group where you get kind of some sneak peeks at the topics. We often throw the topic out into the group Mm -hmm. and kind of get a little discussion going Mm -hmm. before the podcast. Um, And it's just cool music and stuff, things like that being posted all the time. So it's like, you know, Facebook is really, uh, but we try to be a bright corner where it's like fun, positive, all about awesome music, guitar stuff, things like that. Um, so check all this stuff out, com. Oh, my God. There's got to be some way to shorten that. There just has to be some way of shortening all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I find myself, when I watch YouTube now, uh-huh. like, I skip all that stuff on the guys. Yeah, yeah. I like, you, nice know, I'm just, you know, just, you know, hit you know, yeah. hit the like and subscribe button. Hit the bell for notifications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't stand notifications. I can't stand. They yeah, cause I, me I'm anxiety. Not like, I turn them off all the time. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah, I just I just can't do it. You don't know? need this. I don't need that kind of negativity no, in my life. No, sir. <laughs> palpitations. Oh palpitations. So uh another yes. week has gone by. Sure has. My band did not rehearse, but we are gonna be rehearsing tomorrow and I'm really excited about that. We're very we're pretty much ready to go out and start gigging. Um so we have an audition coming up. Uh, for somebody that wants to check us out that can get us on some festival dates and things like that so knock on everything yes uh, and uh, that this will uh, materialize into something cool you need to come out and play the place i
2: work just so we can hang out kind of
0: (laughs) i what what we're gonna do is bill i'll get my stuff to you because i know you have a lot of connections and maybe maybe we can exchange some ideas um But anyways, and speaking of Bill and Joe, we've got Bill and Joe uh, in the audience today. Uh, Joe, unmute yourself real quick. Say hey and what you do. Hey, guys. Um, I help coaches and um, service providers get leads and um, start their courses or create content for their businesses. And how do people get more information, Joe? They can go to OrangetreeMarketing.com or they can contact me on Facebook. Joe Freeman. Everybody, yep. yes. just like it, just like it sounds, Freeman, like Morgan Freeman. They're actually related. No, I can, we're see, not. The, I can <laughs> see the resemblance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Bill, go, uh, Bill, go ahead and unmute yourself and say, "Hey, what's going on?"
3: What's up, everyone? I am. Um, I'm just hanging out here, just relaxing. Yes. Not creating my own content, which probably wow,
0: I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, so what's so just real quick? Give the folks at, home, give the kids at home a quick overview of what it is you do and how they can find it.
3: All right. So I do websites, EPKs, um, band photography, streaming radios, podcasts, um, streaming TV. And basically you can go to build a dot com firstangelmedia.com or musicfrom412.com and I'm all over all three of those sites the
0: um, song we're going to play later from the band we're going to play is from musicfrom412 by the way so cool.
3: uh, uh, if it's an unsigned band I put it up there <laughs> yeah
0: you. I believe it did I believe it did come from you and I got some I got some amens from some people too but I shared it in the group um, so we're gonna get to that a little bit later. Um, Mr. Pittsburgh is hey. here. What's going on, Mr. Pittsburgh? Oh my god! Did you do anything cool this week?
2: Yeah, fucking worked. Okay. Yeah, we, we had a couple of people call off, a couple of people quit. So good old, <laughs> good old Kevin got the call. Hey man, can you fucking
0: help us out? And I
1: did.
2: So yeah, I haven't had much time to do anything. <clears throat> Except just work, sleep, eat. and no,
0: no, no reviews or anything on a DVD or anything you watched. Uh, no, no, I just haven't had time. Fired.
2: <laughs> I wish you can't my job my, would tell me that you can't. So be I can my go my home and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my.
0: Um, I uh, was very busy as well, but um, I don't know why I waste time in front of the television. Yes. Um, and doing bullshit like that, but I uh, couple of things. Um, I my, my band, uh, Felon, is like I said, getting ready to do some stuff. I also my other band, TKMD Twenty Thousand Metal Dicks, <laughs> has a bunch of has several songs we recorded that need to be finished by me. In other words, the the guys are like, "Hey Lou, how's those uh, guitar and vocal tracks coming?" And uh, so I am making progress on that stuff as well. So there should be some. Multiple things coming out from me very, very soon. Plus, there's some music that I did a while ago that I've never released. Mm. So we're going to be putting out some music nice. as well. I'm going to get back to playing. I have my guitar here as a kind of like, if I want to join in on some something, right, if I want right, to right. demonstrate something, but we haven't really worked that in yet. But you're going to be hearing, we're going to get back to that. We were doing that when we were doing the Facebook thing. And I thought yeah, it was yeah People that was dog. a lot of fun. Yeah, People cool. like that, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Um, open the show with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's very cool, it's very cool. Um, so... This is a i i posted this meme on Facebook this week. Uh huh. Okay, and um, it's you could see it in the inner circle group. You go to Lou, Lou, uh, ludinirockandrollcircus dot com, um, and you can join the inner circle group, and you can see this, and it's a meme, a, a joke about Kurt Cobain, and the the gag is like you know, do you don't use it's it, I think you they it's that um it's a picture of him, and then in the other square is I believe the. Princess, yes. whatever her name is, from Star Wars. Not Princess Leia. The, the one from the the prequel trilogy. Princess
2: Amaloy. Ding Dong. Yeah, Amalama Ding Dong. But let me stop you here. You said Kurt Cobain.
0: Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk, is it a Kurt Cobain? Co- Kirk Cohamet.
2: That's the boy. Kirk
0: yeah. Cohamet. I have it written down, too. <laughs> but <know>. Kirk Hammett <laughs> is on one side. And she's like, you're not. She says, uh, you're not going to. You don't something like so you don't so you use wap wop at all and he's like yes and she's like not in every song and then he gives us like kind of look so I posted that and the reason yeah. I'm bringing it up is because somebody said to me well how do you rank him? Okay. And I'm like I don't <laughs> like oh. it's not you can music isn't like sports. No. Yeah you know, it's like basketball. You don't
2: have these stats. Yeah, you know yep. it's
0: just you know like he's a great guitar player from Metallica. Right. <laughs> what else to say? Yeah, 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 You know, like, I like what he plays in Metallica. I've never heard him really do anything else and I think that, I just think it sounds cool. Uh, the thing I do like about his playing in Metallica is because you would think in a band like Metallica you'd have a super shredder kind of guy like uh, like a Marty Friedman who's in right. make from Meg from right. Megadeth and all that. You'd think you'd have somebody like that. But instead they got this guy who's just like a really good rock and roll guitar player. Yeah. He's almost a kind of like, just slightly more Sof- like, kind of more sophisticated Angus Young in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it's just mm-hmm. straight up rock and roll. Uh, you know, I, I, I think he's great. I think he's, he does what he does. And he does that well. Can he do anything else? I don't know. And it's not a sport. Yeah. That's, the only reason I was bringing that up is because, like, we can't, like, let's just knock that shit off. That's stupid. Um, Dark Places was is a movie from 2015 Ooh. with Charlie Sterone. See? Si. Um, highly recommend. Highly recommend it. I stumbled across it this week looking for something to watch. And if you've never seen it, you should watch it. it is a, a uh, kind of um, kind of a it's a thriller. I, it's not really Hitchcockian, okay. uh, but it is a really cool thriller. It's a, it's not anything you've like never seen before, but it's done in a really cool way. The performances mm-hmm. are dynamite. Um, I would I highly recommend that. Um, I because of you know because it got, just got canceled, I had to watch Tropic Thunder again. <laughs> Never go full retard No No, That's one thing I learned From that movie Is never go full retard Nope Nope. It's an awesome movie If you've never seen it You will laugh Your ass off And I forgot It's one of these movies That has like Fake trailers At the beginning Uh huh And I I had totally Forgotten about that And um Jack Black Being Doing the 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 fatties (laughs) The fatties Fart too Nice But and, And I forgot That Nick Nolte's In that movie is he? Yeah. Like I said, it's been eon since technology. I've seen it. And um, Tom Cruise is in it. And nobody knew. I remember Scott oh, seeing a yeah, movie. Yeah, I remember that. they kind of yeah. hid it from people. They were like, even the reviewers and stuff kind of didn't really say that he was in it you know, for like the first week or so. Right. And then people were like, oh my God, that's, that's Tom, Tom King. Cruise. He's in heavy makeup. Yeah. He looks yeah, completely yeah. different. And it's, he plays a super obnoxious character. Everybody in that movie is insanely obnoxious. It's just like a you know, contest of... How yeah. obnoxious! How could, yeah, just some of the stuff All that comes out top. of Jack Black's mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, you know, you know, it's it's just wonderful. Uh, great movie from a simpler time. I, um, I, you know, I watched the Batman finally. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm just never. I, uh, I, I It's okay. It's okay. It's very dark. There's this whole thing with with comics now, like, to make them dark. They've got to be dark. They've got to be serious. This is like, you know, this is like, I don't know. Like, it really felt like, um, it was more like um, Seven than it was like like a Batman movie. Okay. Uh, good. Good things is you get to see Batman doing actual private detective work. Okay. Which in the other movies I've never really yeah, see that right. much. You know, there a lot of the other movies seem to spend a lot of time on him as Bruce Wayne. Uh huh. Again, it kind of establishing that. Whereas this, really, he's mostly Batman most of the time. Okay. I think the cast, the the cast is very good. Andy Circus is in there. Is okay. In he's yeah. He's in it. He plays yeah. Alfred. People said it was distracting. They didn't like the fact that Andy Serkis played Alfred. I'm like, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, pfft. that is like, you know. Um, Colin Farrell is in it. Okay. He plays the penguin. Really? He's in super heavy makeup. Yeah. And Catwoman is in it. Now, here's the problem. This is one of the problems I have with the mo- and the Joker. So it's got like okay. everybody in it. Sure. So this is why it's three fucking hours long. Oh, Lord. It took me three days to watch. It's that you don't know. They did not need. They could have just done the, jo- the Joker. Not, right. I mean, the, the Riddler. Right. <clears throat> the Joker. Yeah. Oh, and of course, there. you know, every Batman movie has to have the Joker, right?
2: Apparently. Almost
0: every single one has the Joker in it. Yeah. And this one's like, oh, no, Joker. At the very end. Oh, boy. The, you, the Joker kind of like it makes a little bit of something. It does not look like the River Phoenix. Not River Phoenix. What's his name? Jo- Joaquin Phoenix joker. Right. It doesn't look like right. that but it's weird. It, I, I don't know. Um it's mm. very dark and brooding and there's a lot of rain.
2: Oh. So it was filmed in Pittsburgh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just um mm-hmm. I just it's it, it 3 hours. Calm down. It didn't deserve to be 3 hours. It's not the kind yeah. of movie that like a Batman movie should be like a 2 hours or less. Right. It's a Batman, movie. It's, a Batman it's not, movie. it's not Gone with the Wind. It's not Lawrence of Arabia. It's not the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you know, you know, it's not anything like that. Just calm down. Calm down. But, um, I, you know, I, and Batman, I always thought was a kind of a letdown as a superhero because he's kind of like Magnum P.I. with a cape. <laughs> <clears throat> he's not, he's not, he doesn't have any powers. No. You know, it's like, well, neither does Tony Stark. Tony Stark's power true, is he's rich. True.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good power if you can that's get
0: That's a good it. power. Yeah, it's a good power.
3: That's both of them. Both of right? them. <laughs> right? the Batman, both. Batman's rich, yes. Yeah. Both of them. Bo- yeah. Batman says <laughs> that's his superpower, too. He's rich, but it's... They're, they're kind of the same character. Really. I, I think that
0: you're making a good point. Rich yeah. guys who decide to take on this sort of like crime fighting thing because they can afford to buy the, right. the equipment. Yeah. Yep. From Tony Stark, in my opinion, is a lot more fucking fun than Batman. See. Si. Oh my god, it's like lighting. I I'm at this at this point, I'm kind of craving Adam West. Right? You know, I'm kind of craving Just to lighten- like something things up. like that. Actually, I and so this sent me down a Batman rabbit hole. Oh. And I watched a bunch of things about the different Batmans. Uh-huh. Great, you don't say Batman, that's not right. Batman's Batman's <clears throat> And the one that always comes up that gets everybody sniggering is the um, George Clooney. Right. With the nipples. So, um, it was cold in the Cave. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it is, you know, but I almost like, I almost wish that we would do, they would do something, just lighten it up a little bit. Uh-huh. Make it kind of fun. Even those ones with Ben Affleck are too serious and yeah. it needs to it needs a little bit, you know, you could throw in a joke once in a while.
1: Mhm.
0: Um, but cuz I don't it's supposed to be fun. Whatever. Yeah. DC's trying to do something different. More power to him, but I saw the Batman and that was sort of I don't know what 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 grade I would give it. It's just you know, take it for what it's worth. Um right. it's, It was okay. See, but there's people who are totally, you know, gushing over it. They're just Just like that? Just like
1: that.
0: Wow. So way back in nineteen seventy-six. Yes. I remember way back. Sure. Jump into Mr. Peabody's Wayback Machine, right? (laughs) A lot of really, really cool albums just happen to come out Uh at this time. Yes. It's and some of the great some of the like classic songs came out. Yes. At, like this is the year that, I got the feeling for more cowbell. Don't fear the reaper. Came. Yes. Yes. I mean that came out in 1976. It's on an album by Blue Oyster called called Agents of Fortune. Hmm. This is the type of year. That's just that. That's just a, like a small sample. Taste. Um. Way up here at the top. Yes just the sort of like uh wings oh, wow. of speed by Paul McCartney and wings
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yep and <clears throat> silly little love songs yes. which is a big wow which was like a, a big hit you know it all over the oldie stations yes. now <clears throat> was came out um Genesis released two albums in 1976 wow. trick of the tail. And Wind and Withering Sticks released Crystal Ball oh We're going to get into some Details in some these, But I'm just kind of giving you a general overview mm-hmm. <clears throat> What a year um, So let's start with this one right here Yeah 1976, March 19th You don't know which me Which is, what, well, like a couple days ago, right? But I'm your brother Um... The Doobie Brothers yeah. reinvented themselves Yeah, with Michael McDonald, who was a vocalist with Steely Dan. And Correct. also Steely Dan released Royal Scam this year. That's another record that came out. Oh. <clears throat> so this record comes out according to RateYourMusic.com. Uh, this sucks. Michael McDonald sucked the life out of the band. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. In one of the um, in the movie, this is Spinal Tap. One of the albums was called Shark Sandwich, which a reviewer labeled "shit sandwich." That's what this record oh, is. It's a shit sandwich. Hmm. I saw these guys in concert when they previewed this material in Seattle in 1976, and it killed a good high in like 20 minutes. <laughs> I blew seventeen dollars on a ticket and wasted oh a perfectly good summer night before I walked out three quarters into the set where a lot of this material was featured.
2: Wow. Fine.
0: Exactly. Up your arms. A lot of people felt that way. Riviera. A lot of That's people are like, interesting. You know, this is like, do you like Van Halen with David Lee Roth, right? Exactly. Or do you like Van Halen with Sammy Hagar, right? You know, this is a very similar type thing. You know, but taking it to the streets, I think, is undeniable. Song. I think mm-hmm, it's just, mm-hmm. it keeps me running. is great. I think it's a really good record. <clears throat>
2: I guess I can see that because the Doobie Brothers were known as being like a biker bar band. Biker
0: bar band, get more guitar, real guitar more oriented. More guitar
2: oriented. You yeah, uh, have, uh, you know, uh, Pat and um, um, Jeff Johnson. Baxter. No. Yeah, Tom oh, yeah, Baxter. yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, in well, yeah. the original Tommy Tommy Johnson, I think. And then to go from that to the Michael McDonald, I, I guess I can see that. All
0: right. I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't agree with it at all. But, no. uh, you know, what can I say? I'm just a guy with a podcast I'm broadcast. just a guy. You know, With a microphone. I'm just a guy. I've got a microphone. Got two
2: turntables in the microphone.
0: Let's take a quick look at maybe how we could pull up the evolution uh-huh. or the inception. Ooh. Speaking of movies. <laughs> see what oh, I did there?
2: I see what you did.
0: Let's take a quickie peek Let's and maybe a get a little, little peeky peeky, yeah. little background there on we it. Go. So, in '74, the touring was taking its toll on um, Tom Jones primarily.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, it became worse during a tour supporting of the album Stampede, he was diagnosed with stomach ulcers. His mm-hmm. condition worsened, and several shows were canceled. With Johnson forced to reduce his involvement in the band, the other members considered just calling it quits. Mm-hmm. But while in bat- Baton, Rouge, Baton, Rouge, Baton, Rouge, Baton, Rouge, Baton Rouge, not Mulan. member Jeff Baxter suggested calling up a friend and fellow Steely Dan graduate Michael McDonald, mm-hmm. who at the time was between gigs and living in a garage apartment. <laughs> McDonald was reluctant at first, feeling he was not what they wanted. According to him, they were looking for someone who could play Hammond B3 organ and a lot of keyboards and I was just a songwriter piano hacker but more than anything I think they were looking for a singer to fill Tommy's shoes and he agreed to join them and met them in a hotel in New Orleans where they moved into a warehouse to rehearse for the next two days expecting to be finished once touring was completed McDonald was surprised when the band invited him to the studio to work on their next album so this is because Tommy Johnston was sick, yes. had to take some time off. Yes. It's tough, man. I can That's imagine. That's a tough. That that, that yeah. was a tough. So many guys, like a lot of guys, at this time became victims of their
2: own success. Basically, yeah, they Just became. To be out they there well, all they, the time they 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 were
0: self medicating to the right, point, you know. What I mean? Right. <clears throat> and this, I, I can absolutely understand stomach ulcers. There's a lot mm-hmm, of pressure mm-hmm. on on you at this time. You know, this record is doing. Okay, but the next one, guys, we need more singles. It, yeah. We need more singles. Let's get me to put yeah. out more singles. Yep. There's going to be an album on this list that we're going to talk about in a little while where the band was kind of like, they had put out like four albums before and there was no singles. And then they put this record out and, and it exploded and they right. became a massive classic band at this point. Um, so, you know, I could, there's that pressure. So... Tommy was just he, to, he had to lay back you know yep. so they, they, they bring in um, Michael McDonald so they were kind of leery at first but he was happy to have a gig and he said sure. that he wasn't really expecting all that much but Ted Templeman really gave him a lot of encouragement began pouring over the songs they had available they knew they needed more so McDonald brought in some of his own demos
2: yeah, okay. Temple
0: told them according to Pat Simmons you've got a real diamond in the rough here That you can make into something If you want to go ahead <clears throat> So they're at this point Where they're probably looking at Mike Going like It doesn't really sound Kind of like what we were doing Up to but, this point yeah. But it's still good And Ted Templeman's going like These are good songs guys yeah. He's got a really good voice uh they decided to record his uh songs knowing it would take them in a completely different direction while johnson was absent from most of the sessions he contributed one song turn it loose as well as backup vocals and duet vocals with simmons on wheels of fortune i hadn't quite quit the band he uh, he said later i just wasn't physically able to do it i needed to get off the road and get away from that whole scene for a while which he did and he uh, got into country music Mm -hmm. um about a decade later and had some success as a country. Uh, and I cannot remember which country band he was in. It was one of those Southern Pacific, maybe one of those yeah. at the time kind of poppy country. You okay. know, Country always goes through that. Right. Right. You know what I mean? You are know, like there's a the real hard car- traditionalist. And then in the seventies, you get these artists that really cross over like Crystal Gale and Dolly uh-huh. Parton uh-huh. and uh, the Kenny Rogers, you know, and then all of then there's a return to like with the Travis Tritt and, um, um, what's his name? Randy Travis and those guys that return to more traditional kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And then, you know, no, 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 we wanna get we wanna, we wanna do bring this. some more of that other stuff yeah. in. Yeah. And the country's really interesting like that. It has these waves. Yep. But I believe that Tom Johnston rode that wave in in, in a band okay a few years uh, after this. In any case, Wheels of Fortune, Taken to the streets, Eighth Avenue Shuffle,
1: yeah.
0: lose an end. Rio mm-hmm. uh, for someone special. It keeps you running. Keeps you running. Turn yep, it yep. loose and carry me away. is the uh, tracks on the album. Um, all the musics, as a, it gives it a general rating of like, what is that, Kevin? One, two, three, four, five, five and a half, four and a half. Four, four and half. a half. Four and a half, yeah. <clears throat> uh, great Rock Discography gives it seven out of ten. Okay. Uh, Rolling Stone just says favorable. Just fav- we favorable. like it's it's They it's think okay. it's okay. okay. Um. So, anyways, introduced the world to the new Doobie Brothers, 19... and you, you it was just it was like the Van Halen thing, right? There were the right. there were those that loved it, That's... and those that said like had the one review I read right. at the beginning where freaking hated it. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> just,
0: that mm. sucks. They sucks. This is a piece of this? garbage. Why? You remember the uh uh the sort of um light rock radio hit You Are the Woman. You are the woman that I've always dreamed dreamed of. Uh, Firefall. That album came out. Firefall. Their their title album came out in...
2: This is funny.
0: Uh, Still's Young Band released an album, and so did Crosby and Nash.
2: Released albums (laughs) that year. Nice. It should have been a double album.
0: Right. (laughs) Uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates released Bigger Than Both of Us, which spawned the hit Rich Girl." Yes. which is like Rich Girl is a song that's really big on TikTok mm. it's really big there's all these videos where they kind of use the intro to that right. stuff. <clears throat> uh, Blondie debuted yeah there you go J.J. Kale released Troubadour which included the song Cocaine which mm. went on to be a big hit for Eric Clapton yes. much later on so let's so I I, I talked about it so let's go let's ahead and get into it this is a record that was um seminal for yes. me personally
2: You have seminal. maybe not <laughs> maybe I misunderstood
0: um, left overture yeah studio album by Kansas mm-hmm these guys were trying so hard and it was Don Kirshner who just believed in them. Yep. He was like, okay guys, here's some money to do another album. Okay. How about, how about some singles? Can we have some singles? <laughs> Don't worry Don, we're working on it. We're getting it together. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know, hey guys, that record was good. How about, how about some singles? Can you give me some singles? <laughs> just like, you know, he kept on giving them money, let them tour and he, uh, to the point where Kershner was kind of getting in financial trouble mm-hmm. by the time they went into the studio to record this album. Yes. Steve Walsh the singer began to experience writer's block prior to oh, the recording wow. and his contribution to the album mm-hmm. would ultimately be limited to co-authoring three songs. It fell on Kerry Livgren the guitarist. Kerry uh, is also a fantastic keyboardist yeah. as well. Uh, to fill in the void, the new compositions retain much of the classically inspired complexity of Livgren's previous work. Kansas recorded the album at Studio in the Country in Bogalusa, 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 Bogalusa That's Louisiana. That's fun to say. <clears throat> um, the Studio in the Country was so named because Livgren described it in the studio. Uh, <laughs> this is where the Redbeard radio show. Okay. Was, was recorded and things like that. It was a way out in the country. It um, <clears throat> was in the middle of a swamp. We'd walk out of studio and there would be gators in front of the studio. Mosquitoes <laughs> the size of B-52s. Nice. Armadillos. Got an armadillo uh, in the trousers. So it opens with the live grin, penned uh, Carry On Wayward Son. Yeah. And the rest, as they say, is history. It is history. Uh, high ratings uh, on all music. Rolling Stone, however, does not like this album. Oh, Gives it two out of five stars. Butt. Up their butts. Up their but Up your nose with a rubber hose.
2: Exactly. Thank you.
0: Let's see if we can get a little few more things released uh, in November of 1976. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm just trying to see if there's anything Any else more about, info? like, chart. Chart chart stuff. Yeah, I'm not seeing any chart stuff. Here. But uh, yes, Phil Ehart on drums, Dave Hope on bass, Kerry Livgren guitar, piano, Clavinet, moog, uh, Robbie Steinhardt on violin. This was that was another thing about Kansas, which was really cool, is they had an actual violinist. In right. The band. And and they had two lead singers. A lot of people forget that Robbie Steinhardt sang a lot of their songs mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Steve Walsh, amazing, uh, piano player, keyboardist, and vocalist an amazing stage performer too yeah just very kind of was almost doing what bono later on Uh very very dynamic um stage performer but this was the record that proved that kansas could do it uh also the thing i always loved about kansas is a lot of progressive band progressive rock bands forget the rock part Right, and Kansas was a band definitely, no, could make like it all those well. riffs. All as far as even with, uh, uh, Karen Ware was not having that kind of longer song structure and all mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. and those kind of that sort of like, I don't know, this kind of esoteric kind of lyrics. Yeah, the song, the riff is a kind of blues rock kind of oh, riff. Yeah. something maybe like a Deep Purple might do or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. It's a straight up rock and roll kind of riff. Go go Kansas, uh, one of yes. my favorite bands of all freaking time. So let's go ahead and dive into things just a little bit more serious right now. Um, this this record, if you grew up in Pittsburgh, Uh-huh. Um, this guy, was one of the biggest artists in Pittsburgh, I believe for a long time when he came, he sold out Starlink. Two nights in a row It was always like and, the other, the other, and there weren't a lot of acts That were doing that consistently One of the guys That did that Was Jimmy Buffett He, okay. would, he yeah. would sell yeah. out He would do that But Steve Miller Huge Excuse me Steve Miller Steve, If you're from Yeah Pace if you're Franklin, from Pace Steve, Steve, Miller, Miller. Steve Miller Steve Miller Yeah the, It's not Miller It's Miller Fly Like an Eagle Is the ninth studio album By American rock band Steve Miller Band Released in mm-hmm. May of 1976 On Capitol Records The album was a success, spawning three singles, the title track, Take the Money and Run, and Rockin' Me, eventually receiving quadruple platinum certification. Fly Like an Eagle was voted uh, 400 in the third edition of Colin Larkin's all-time top 1,000 albums. Mm. The album was ranked 445 in Rolling Stone Magazine's list of 500 greatest albums. The album remains a staple of rock. And its singles remain in constant rotation on classic rock stations in the United States and worldwide. Worldwide. Um, let's see. What did uh, All Music's given a thumbs up? Yeah, nice. Encyclopedia like of Popular Music pretty gives it a good grade. Rolling Stone just as favorable. Favorable again. Favorable.
2: Come on, Rolling Stone. I don't know
0: boyfriend. what they're doing. Classic album comes out in 1976. By the way, 1976 was kind of uh, there was some other stuff. uh, In case you don't know,
2: really, there were
0: there were other things that happened in 1976. Sure, let's take a look, shall we? The more you know. (laughs) <laughs> In 1976 some interesting thing interesting things happened one of them was the Concorde embarked on its first Ooh. commercial flight now the Concorde ended up becoming decommissioned yes it was a French British uh, turbojet powered supersonic passenger airliner and it was used by British Airways and Air France from 1976 to 2003 yeah it was the way to travel Hell for zone. for the rich rich and famous? Yes, remember Robin Leach? Yes, he's on the Concorde. Right, yeah. it was a big deal, and that's how if you anybody who was anybody flew, and it, it took very short time to traverse the Atlantic. Ocean. Right, it was very very quick.
2: So quick that. Collins left the London for Live Aid, left the London concert, flew over to Philadelphia and performed there also on the Concord. Uh,
0: it would be more impressive if he performed a duet with himself.
2: <laughs> Whoa, that, <laughs> sang the first verse in England, got a, on the
0: Concord, sang the last right. verse in, in, yeah, in yeah. America.
2: That would be cool. Hold that note the entire time. Uh,
0: 29 <laughs> countries boycotted the Summer Olympics in Montreal. Oh my most countries were African they uh, happened because the Olympic Committee didn't ban the New Zealand from the game New Zealand's rugby team towards South Africa that year defying calls from the United Nations for a sports embargo against South Africa. Wow. yeah South Africa had this weird system the world really was kind of beyond that that sort of institutionalized racism right you know it was yeah. pretty embarrassing. That it's that, in, yeah. the, in the second half of the 20th century, that, you know, a civilized nation was doing that, mm-hmm. and the rest of the world was like, you need to do So, so pressure was applied. Nadia Comaneci earned the first of seven perfect scores uh, at the Olympics. Wow. Uh, she was a gymnast, Romanian of course, gymnast. Of yes, yes. Uh, VHS was introduced. Well, wait, we that's... think of VHS as an 80s thing, but it was introduced nope. in 1976. 1976. Apple Computer Company was founded this year. Well, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak and Ronald Wine founded the company Wine. on the 1st of April, 1976. Interesting. Well, it's, uh, Sylvester Stallone sat down and wrote the script to Rocky. Well, how about that? In 1976. That Three and a half days. He wow. wrote it with a big pen on paper. Wow. Well, there you go. The USA... The United States of America, for those of you who haven't been keep paying, keeping is up with f- current events, oh, that that uh, celebrated 200 years of independence. Wow. This happened on the 4th of July, 1970, 1976. The U.S. Treasury Department reintroduced a $2 bill, mm-hmm. Federal Reserve note, with Thomas Jefferson's 233rd birthday as part of the United States Bicentennial. That was nice of them. Celebration. And I remember for a while I hung on to my Bicentennial coins, which are probably worth a lot of money now. Long gone.
2: Not worth anything? No, I, I still collect the quarters. Oh. I find them every night, and they're worth exactly 25 Are they? You okay. know why? Why? I'll tell you why, Lou. Uh, they were actually made in 1975 and 1976, and there were... Billions of them, really, billions. yeah. So they're not worth shit.
0: Billions, not worth uh, In shit. in other news, Jimmy Carter was nominated for the pres for president. Yes. Um, be- and he beat out Gerald Ford. Jerry, Jerry Ford. Jerry Ford. Yeah, the down. world was the the United States was like because Ford was in with Nixon and everything. And the yeah. first thing Ford did was pardon Nixon. And it's so funny because like what Nixon did compared to like what politicians have done since is like right. nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, Freaking nothing. Nice. It was like, you know, the the joke at the time was Nixon just got caught.
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> because everybody was doing yep. what he was doing. Yep.
0: You know, Why wouldn't you spy on your political opponents Stuck. so you could, you know, you yeah. want to get ahead, you know? It's a exactly. cutthroat game. The son of Sam started killing oh, people in New York City. Jeez. Pulled a gun from a paper bag, killed one person, seriously wounded another. A series of attacks terrorized the city for the next year. Yeah. Big Ben stopped running. No. Not the, uh, the, quarterback? the, the long-time the quarterback? quarterback for the Pittsburgh no, Steelers. No. This happened because the London clock suffered internal damage. Oops. It started running again after nine months of repairs were completed in May of 1977. Oh, Let's see. Uh, the, NASA put the spacecraft on Mars oh. in 1976. A coincidence? Nice. That being the United States uh, bicentennial? No, I, I think, think not.
2: So. I think that was it's meant also, to be.
0: It's also also go democracy. The death of Chairman Mao Zedong. Oh Mao! Passed passed Oh Mao! <laughs> Bob Marley in the sad news. Bob Marley um, and his manager were shot. Yeah. Failed assassination attempt uh, on the third of December seventy six in Kingston, Jamaica. Marley, his wife, and manager were shot, but there were no fatalities. That's right. First laser printer was introduced. Oh, That's in something. Uh, a f- okay. Speaking of music, we're going to end with this one and go back to the albums. But yes, a few, a, f- a few, couple of them. Couple great rock bands were formed, uh-huh. including yes, some some you may have heard of. Okay, Black Flag. Mm. The Clash was formed in 1976. The yeah. Cure. Yes. The Clash and the Cure. The Cure for the Clash is the Cure. Anyways, uh, Foreigner. Yes, Joy Division. Sure, and Irish rock band u two formed oh, as well. Fantastic. In, 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 in this year, uh, Paul Simon. Oh, the, excuse me. This is interesting too. We'll get. Mm, we'll save these for. We'll come back to this. Okay. Because there's some there's a, there's some interesting ones involving Paul Simon, Stevie Wonder, Richard Dawkins, and people like that. We'll come back. So oh. we'll stop there and get back. Let's get to, back to the albums. Get back to the albums, there man. We go. It was twenty five years ago today. <laughs>
2: a little more than this
0: that. album is oh, insane boy. yeah this was one of those records that um the big rock station and we'll probably be mentioning them by name a few times yes uh played to death and still uh-huh. plays, plays to, to death. death you can't turn this nope. um you cannot turn on wdve in pittsburgh and not hear not something here. but couple a couple of these songs every single day Uh, I'm speaking, of course, the album by Bob Seger and Silver
2: Bullet Band. What's his real name?
0: What's his Pittsburgh name? Seger. There you go. Bob Seger. Seger. Bob Uh, Seger. Ninth ninth Moves and Night Moves is the ninth studio album by American rock singer-songwriter Bob Seger. Uh, It's first studio album to credit the Silver Bullet Band. Mm. The album was released on Capitol Records uh, on the 22nd of October, 76, although the front cover... Uh, only credits backing by the Silver Bullet Band. Four of the nine songs on the album feature uh, backing by the Muscle Shoals rhythm section. Okay, then. The album was well received by critics and brought Seeger nationwide success. Three singles were released mm-hmm. from the album, two of them made the top 40 uh, uh, billboards. Uh, the album became Seeger's second to become certified gold by the recording industry and was his first to be certified platinum later achieves sextuple platinum status. Wow. Now listen to this. See if some of these songs sound familiar to you. Okay. Rock and roll never forgets. Ah, yes, yes. Night move. Sure. Fire down below. Uh Uh-huh. Sunspot baby. Yes. Uh, Come to papa. Come to papa. Come to papa. So those are and uh, sun. I said sunspot baby, sunburst, yeah. which is not as famous. Ship of Fools and Mary Lou weren't mm-hmm. as big mm-hmm. of songs, but we're still. still this is. I mean, that's a. That's like a. That's like a. It's part of the Bible, yeah. classic rock. Oh, exactly. Right yeah. <laughs> like, and this all happens one, and one. You know, these albums all are coming out in one year. Were you? And these are. And they're pretty diverse too. Yeah. Pretty diverse, pretty yeah. diverse. Uh, Black Sabbath rep- uh, rep- uh, um, put out uh, some notable album. Put out uh, a couple of notable albums this year. Kiss put out two albums. Wow. This year, but the one I want to talk about next yes. is
2: yes. Which one are we going Finn to pick? Thin Lizzy's ah, Jailbreak. Yes, there you this go.
0: is uh, uh, often considered the best hard rock album of all time. You know that? Wow. There's people that I have did ranked not it. know that.
2: I did not know
0: that, Ed. <laughs> there you go. Classic album. Uh, it's the sixth album uh, by uh, Irish hard rock band Thin Lizzy. Yep. Released in March of 76 on Vertigo Records. The album proved to be the band's commercial breakthrough in the U.S. and the only Thin Lizzy album with the certification in this case... Gold in that country. The singles uh, taken from the album include "Jailbreak" and "The Boys Mm -hmm. Are Back in Town." There you go. Uh, The later is uh, Thin Lizzy's biggest U.S. hit. Yes. And won a 1976 NME Award for Best Single. Wow. Really, I mean, "Jailbreak" and Mm -hmm. "Boys Are Back in Town" are just. Everywhere And especially You're gonna hear this song The boys are back in town The nights are getting warm, And it won't be long I mean hey, like it's com- they're, yeah, they're That gonna song play is coming up In its rotation Get ready yeah. It's gonna be In super heavy rotation Whenever summer starts coming on Yep They really play this They play the song a lot They do um, Let's go ahead And take a quick shout out To the personnel Involved with this mm-hmm. uh, Phil Leno Phil Lunt, yes. uh, line it. Uh, Scott Gorham Brian Robertson And Brian Downey Yes. There are some just a couple of very interesting documentaries on YouTube about Finn Lizzy that you should watch if you're a fan. There's a, the, some of them are real deep dives. Yeah, really gets yeah. into like you know what Phil was doing like in high school bands and stuff like that. Wow. Very, very interesting. He was a very interesting person. It was unfortunate that he just could yeah. not stop playing around with heroin.
2: Yep. Just say no, kids.
0: Heroin. Naughty, naughty, just naughty. Just
2: say no.
0: Just say no. At heroin. Or if you'll be messing around with me- heroin. Mas- no, don't mess with that. Peter Tosh released Legalize It. Mm-hmm. Billy Joel released Turnstiles. Oh, wow. Okay. And just take a quick peek. Let's jump over and see real quick. So, observe some songs. We're not going to too deep on this one. May 19th, 1976. Say goodbye to Hollywood. There it is. There's For a sure. big one right sure. there. Um. Oh, uh, angry young man. Okay. New York State of Mind. Yes. So some some very recognizable songs. Right. From the from the Joelster. Electric Light Orchestra released this. Oops, though I don't want that. Yeah, want that one. one. That's the Wong Wong oh, one. Silly New rabbit. World Record. Ha ha ha. Oh, get it. New World I Record. New It's a double. I get it. Uh, telephone line. Yes. Uh do, do ya. ya do ya do ya? Absolutely yeah. Living Thing. Oh wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big ones, big ones there, big <laughs> ones there, big ones. Big ones. I said big, one. <laughs> I big fed Ones Big one. There we go. skinnard released Give Me Back mm-hmm. Gimme Back My Bullets. The Stones released uh Black and Blue, most notable oh. for Full to Cry, which is mm-hmm. a great song. I okay. Is this a Mandela effect? Is uh, you guys tell me. Is the album by Bad Company? Is it? I always thought it was "Running with the Pack." Oh, yeah, I can, yeah. I was, but it is not. It it's is "Run, run with, with the, pack. the Pack." I swear, this is, this is the total Mandela effect. For I me. think you're right.
2: Yeah, I always, I always thought, remember. And you the that.
0: song is the lyrics are not "Run with the Pack." The lyrics are "Running with the Pack." I, I did listen to it. Okay. Um, but it's got "Run with the Pack" on sure, it, sure. as well as "Silver Blue and Gold." Mm-hmm. It's a good. It's a good record. Solid record. A lot of folks don't put it up there as their best, but it, it's a. It, it yielded some good ones. Some country artists put out some cool records. Yeah, Are sir. you ready for country? Waylon Jennings, "The Troublemaker" sure. by Willie Nelson. Yeah, sir. Johnny Cash, "In a Tennessee Three One mm-hmm. Piece at a Time." There you with, go. But that's a very classic song. Yeah. Right there. Uh, Long-Haired Redneck by David Allen Coe yes, comes out this year as well. So let's get back to some rock and roll. I want to talk about this album oh, yes. because this is one of those records that was, um, I'm going to, I said semen. Uh, Again? <laughs> remember
2: what they told you?
0: Uh, this is a seminal record for the, <laughs> um, um, the uh, 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 the music business in general, mm-hmm. but uh, for you know, but for I think a lot of people personally as well. And this was a record that really just meant a lot to me. Growing up, it was I obviously I didn't really I wasn't hip to it when it actually came out. I was in 1976. I would have been nine years old. Yeah. So I wasn't too hip to everything that was going on on the radio. When I got went back and got into music a few years later, this was one of those records that I was like, "Wow, just really mm-hmm. kind of blew my mind." I think that the um, I think this this song, The Pretender, is one of the most powerful songs. If you really mm-hmm. listen to what the words right. are about, yeah. it's it will really it, it'll put a lump on your throat. It's a freaking awesome Special and it's one of those songs that, like, it means something to you in your twenties. But when right. you get into your fifties, that song takes on a completely right. different uh, meaning. Huh. If you haven't listened to it in a while, and you've you've gotten you know gotten up in years, uh, go listen to the song. Uh, the fuse, uh, your bright baby blues, Linda Paloma, here come those tears again, the only mm-hmm. child, daddy's tune, sleep dark, it's in, uh, in Silent Gate, and the Pretender. Um, yes. Leland Sklar, Chuck oh, Rainey. Peace. This yeah. is a who's who. Yeah. Uh, Jim Gordon and Jeff Picaro. Wow. Roy Batan, who's uh, in, in Springsteen's band, is on this album. Bill Payne, who's uh, plays with uh, played with the Stones, played with um, mm-hmm. Little Feet. David pl- Lindley, rest in peace. Feet? Lowell George is on this album. Wow. It's really. Um, uh, Bob Gulp, Glob, who's a bass player on a lot of stuff. Uh, Fred, Tim, our Fred
2: Waddy Watcho Watchel, there's our buddy Waddy. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yeah.
0: yep, 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 yep. So um, wow. it's really, oh, some harmony vocals by maybe a guy you heard of named Don Henley. Maybe you heard of him.
2: What about that chick before him? Yeah, maybe, Did you ever hear maybe, her? Ever
0: heard of Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe heard of Bonnie Raitt, Graham oh Nash, um, <laughs> J D. South. Like you know, yeah, uh, David, Crosby. David Crosby. So it's like it's like yeah. the Eagles and um, Crosby, Steels Nash and Young got together with Bonnie yeah. Raitt and yeah. sang background vocals on ja- on the Jackson Brown album. What
2: are you doing next Wednesday?
0: I'm out. That's all there <laughs> is. Like if that's all. I mean, doing? come on, dude. Like yeah. that's that's the shit right there. Me's
2: done in the studio.
0: Wow. Amazing stuff. Here so we let's, go. L- we got to get into oh, this record. Come on this now. record. Is so there are a couple of debut albums on the li- on on the list. Yes. Um. Uh, but this is probably out of all the debut albums on this list, this is probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And we want there we are, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. There we are. Uh, debuted album by the band of the same name. Yep. Uh, ni- November 9th, 1976. The album was recorded and mixed at Shelter Studio in Hollywood, California. This is the guy that takes his band to California. Right. And the record label's like, uh, Tom, come Tom here. Um, you're cold, but the rest of the guys got to go. <laughs> Mudcrutch. Yeah. He, so Mudcrutch goes with their tails between their legs back to Back, back to, Florida. to Florida. And they put this band together for him. He puts this band together out in Los Angeles. And um, uh, initially, following its release, the album didn't receive a lot of attention in the United States. But they did a British tour, climbed to number 24 in the UK mm-hmm. charts in a single. Any uh, Anything that's rock and roll became a hit in the UK. Right. Breakdown was re- re- released as the lead single and cracked the top 40. American Girl became one of the band's signature songs. Um, Breakdown is one of those so- This is one of those songs that is like. It cracks the top 40, but it's never a really big hit. But, but right, right. everybody knows the song. Everybody knows the everybody song. Everybody knows every word to it. In fact, when they play the song live, he doesn't even sing. The, <laughs> the, entire, the entire audience, audience and, they, sing. and this audience can sing along with the guitar solo mm-hmm. and everything. It is so ubiquitous yeah. amongst classic rock fans. There's nobody who doesn't know that song. Um, American Girl, I always thought it was a great song, mm-hmm. but I absolutely fell in love with it after Silence of the Lambs. Oh, exactly. That song, like when yeah. that, I was like, "This is freaking perfect."
2: Perfect for this. This is
0: absolutely yep. freaking perfect. And I don't know what the story is about that song being in Silence of the Lambs. Um, I'm gonna see if there's any uh, rumor, any, anything, any. I'm just kind of wondering if that was the song. That was playing, you know how sometimes like they'll play a song, right, and then they'll put put another song in.
2: Oh, I see.
0: So I wasn't sure if like and and how that was conceived. I know that well, I heard Kath- about
2: Catherine it. was singing along with she it. She is singing along with yeah. it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. So obviously, then then it is. But I can't remember. There is a story about why that song was chosen, and I don't remember. That's but really nice, Tom right. Petty and the Heartbreakers release their debut album. Um. Rockin', rock Around With You which is a song they released a single in the UK it's not a big song but everybody knows Breakdown mm-hmm. Hometown Blues the, uh, the Wild One Forever anything that's rock and roll uh, A sta- uh, Strangered in the stranger in the night, full again, mystery man, Luna, and American girl closes the album. Yeah. American girl's so hilarious; it's like the last song, right. but it's one of their and biggest the songs. Yeah. And I mean, Tom Petty. The importance about this is not just the album itself, but this is what launches the whole Tom mm-hmm. Petty freaking mm-hmm. phenomenon that yeah. went on for thir- the next thirty freaking years. Yep. Yep. You know, he was like everywhere. I remember saying to somebody like in by about 1985, 1986. I'm like, Tom Petty and Phil Collins need to stop making albums. It's just—it was like every other song in the record was either was them, either Tom Patty or Phil Collins. Yeah, they're just like, yeah. you guys got to stop! Man, You're killing me! Yeah, killing you're killing yeah. me. Uh, three and a half stars from the from the Rolling Stone. Oh,
2: it was more than
0: uh, Chicago Tribune. Available. I don't know why they're on here. Blender gives it f- solid four. Yeah. All Music gives it uh, four and a half. Um, it's stellar. And it, and, it, and it introduced the world also to Mike Campbell, yeah. who went on to be a songwriter himself for, for with for people like Don Henley and uh-huh. a guest musician with tons of people. And now he's in Fleetwood Mac.
2: Fleetwood Mac, yeah.
0: <clears throat> Donald Duck Dunn guest, uh, guest, oh. yeah. Donald Duck Dunn well, and did. Dwight Twilley did some background vocals. Dwight and. Um, uh, Tom Petty are kind of cut from the same cloth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what happens is ba- artists that have similar sounds like that, yeah. I think that the labels and the radio go like we can't have two Tom Petty bands. Right. You know, we need to, you know it's like that story about stop dragging my dragging my heart around, knocked off another Tom Petty song off right. the charts, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah. they were like, we couldn't have so... And I think that that happens sometimes. You get, to, like, you know, the Black Crows come out, they a big band, but then a band like, um, oh, I don't know. Oh,
2: yeah, um, I remember that whole thing. We,
0: what was the other were, band? They, where they called, um, they did the song Bad Thing, too much of a bad thing. Yeah. They're a really great band. I can't, uh, um, <clears throat> Cry of Love. Okay. Cry of Love comes out. And they, like, yeah, they get a little play, but mm-hmm. they can't really. Another band, that, um, the, the band that sang No Rain, um, That was kind of an alternative kind of song, but the rest of their sound was pretty much like in that Black Crow's Uh kind of sound. uh And so those bands, like the Black Crow's really kind of sewed it up. They were doing that Rolling Stones thing. Yep. Um, And anyways, uh, so Tom Petty releases that amazing record. Um, Okay. We are going to power. We're going to hit a couple of big ones here. Yeah. And then we're going to, real quick, just A Day at the races by Queen. Mm Mm-hmm. Rainbow, Rainbow Rising, which is an awesome, awesome record. Uh, Kiss Destroyer, we're just going to hit that. If Lily was here, we'd we'd probably get deeper (laughs) into that. But these three records all came out, and these records are all so, like, staples and went on to influence so much stuff. And I can't believe they Mm -hmm. all came out in 1976. Uh, We're going to go over them one by one, but real quickly, let me just say them. Rush's 2112, yeah. Boston's debut album, Boston, nice. which like every song was on the radio, and the Eagles' Hotel California. Uh-huh. They yeah. all come out incredible. in 1976. Wow. That's inc- incredible. 1976, that's incredible, incredible. right? <laughs> wow. So let's go ahead and get some quick facts on these for the folks, uh, for the kids at home. Let's just run them down. Uh, our good friends, Rush. Mm-hmm. They're good friends They are We do hang out with them sometimes No Nope That's Rongo. We want the We want to do it like this Pasty There you go and, No That's not right Okay i'll no, just type it in no, Like, I the, gotta type like it in. the old fashioned This cutting way. and pasting is like um, oh boy Somebody throw me a bone here what? Album. Boom. Took go. 20 minutes to get Wow-wee. there. Sorry about that. Uh, pronounced 2112.
2: Oh, thank you. I didn't know
0: that. Hey, <laughs> hear it, that new 2112? Yeah. I think people probably thought 211. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: A fourth studio album by Canadian rock band Rush. Released in April 1st, 1976, where they were they trying to make an April Fool's joke wow. on Anthem Records. Rush finished touring for their unsuccessful previous album, *Caress of Steel*. Oh, yeah, I think they worked. They toured with people like Ted Nugent yep. and stuff on that tour. The band was into financial hardship due to the album's disappointing sales, unfavorable critical reception, and a decline in attendance at its shows. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always darkest before the dawn, right? Down the tubes. Uh, the band's stores, international it, label, yeah. record Records, considered dropping Rush, but granted the band one more. Album following negotiations with their manager Ray Daniels, right. yeah. Though the label demanded more commercial material, the band decided to continue developing its progressive rock <laughs> sound. So they were like, I, "It's it's in the movie, um, uh, beyond the
2: beyond the, the light the, stage, beyond the light yeah, stage, yeah. where they were
0: like, we might as well just make the best record we can make because we right. may never get a chance to ever make another record again. Right. We don't want to do some like half-hearted, half-assed, uh-huh. right. You know, attempt to like put out a hit record." So, um, they you know the, uh, the they demanded more commercials, but the band decided to just continue. They did their own thing. It was recorded in February '76 in Toronto with regular producer Terry Brown. Centerpiece is a 20-minute title track, a futuristic science fiction song that takes up the entire first side of the album. There are five individual tracks on side two. 2112 was released to favorable reviews from music critics and quickly outsold the band's previous album. It peaked Mm. at number five on the Canadian charts, 61 on the U.S. uh, Billboard LP and tape charts. Mm. The band's commercial breakthrough in the country was the band's commercial breakthrough in the U.S. Rush supported uh, the album with the tour of the United States and for the first time Europe, and uh, from, seven, some, from February 76 to June 77. That's a long tour. Yeah. Uh, 2112 remains the band's second highest selling album behind its 81's Moving Pictures, with more than 3 million copies sold. Uh, how they tell the story in the movie in the documentary is that like after that they were like they were vindicated,
2: right? They were like, like people like this kind of music. Like, we okay. can do this.
0: You don't have to write three minute pop right. songs, you know, you know with hey la las and all that stuff in it. You can just make as long as it's good. Mm-hmm. People, people want good.
2: Yeah, they're funny like that.
0: Cla- amazing record. If you have not listened to it in a while go and check it out real quick we'll do a quick of course the first side is the Twenty <laughs> One with the overture, overture and all that yeah. stuff it's amazing but there's some cool songs on the other side like mm-hmm. a, a Passage to Bangkok is one of my favorite Rush songs yeah. of all times yeah, that's really uh, The Twilight cool. Zone sure. is, a, uh, um, is a great song too yeah go go check it out of course there are all kind of 40th anniversaries and special uh-huh, editions and blah blah blah, blah so we can uh-huh. go check out all kind of stuff and uh, you'll never guess who played on it Keddie Lee, Alex Lifeson and Neil Peart Oh really? Amazing! They were in
2: the band. I can't
0: believe that they, huh. that, that those guys were on this mm-hmm. album. You know, Interesting. It's just, really goes to show you they were getting around in that time. Yeah, apparently, I mean, look, I erased that somehow. Oh, um, so let's go over to here, and this is Boston. Bast- Boston album, there 1976. It is. 1976, and this introduces the world to Boston. Ah, yeah. <sighs> produced by Tom Scholz and John mm-hmm. Boylan. Multi instrumentalist and engineer who had been involved in the Boston music scene since the 60s, wow. Scholes started to write and record demos in his apartment basement with singer Brad Delp, mm. but received numerous rejections from major record labels. The demo tape fell into the hands of CBS owned Epic who signed the band in 1975. Okay. Defying Epic's record, record's existence on recording the album professionally in Los Angeles, Scholes and Boylan tricked the label into thinking the band was recording on the West Coast when in reality, the bulk was being <laughs> tracked solely by Scholes at his Massachusetts home. Nice. The album's contents are a complete recreation of the band's demo tape hmm. and certain songs written and composed uh, many years prior. The album's style, often referred to as the Boston Sound, was developed through Shoals' love of classical music, melodic hooks, and early gu- guitar-heavy rock groups such as the Kinks and the Yardbirds, as well as a number of analog electronic effects yep. developed by Shoals in his home. Besides Shoals, who played on most of the instruments on the, uh, nearly all the tracks, Delp and other musicians appeared on the album. Drummer's Jim... Uh, Mazdia, Mazdia, sure. sure. uh Sib uh, Haitian, and guitarist Barry Gordreau, bassist uh, Fran Sheehan. All except uh, Mazdia became full time band members. Albums album was released on Epic in 76, broke sales records, wow. becoming the best selling uh, debut album in the U.S. of all time at that time winning the uh, Cent- uh, R.I.A.A. Century Award as best-selling debut album. The album's singles were more than a feeling. Peace of mind, foreplay, long time. Um, there are many more songs on Hold On. Let's run down the track. List cause this is literally one of those records where mm-hmm. like, I believe every mm-hmm. song Got on the radio more than a failing peace of mind for a play a long time. Okay, right off the bat, that's okay, the, that's side sure. one. That's one. Side yeah. two is rock and roll band sure. all, over uh, uh-huh. all over the radio, smoking all yep. over the radio, hitching a ride all over the radio. Something about you all over the radio. Let, uh, let me take, take you me, home. Take you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all yep. over the radio. I know them all. The, yeah. the, uh, there's <coughs> we, we should do an um a podcast on albums where every song got on the radio. Yeah, exactly. And this would be one of them. Another one is Back in Black by ACDC. Uh-huh. Literally, everybody knows every song, everyone's song every songs were played on the radio. Amazing album. And finally, we're going to wrap up with uh, I Hate the Fucking Eagles. <laughs> I don't. I know. But <laughs> uh, okay. 1976, fifth studio album by American rock band, The Eagles. The Eagles. Released in, uh, uh, on the 8th of S- uh, September, Asylum Records, uh, recorded by Bill S- uh, Smeising at Criteria and Record Plan Studios between March of 76 and October. It was the band's first album with guitarist Joe Walsh, who had replaced founding member Bernie Leiden, Leiden. Uh, the last to feature founding bassist Randy Meisner, front cover is a mm-hmm. photograph of the Beverly Hills Hotel by David Alexander. Topped the U.S. Billboard LP and tapes chart. Uh, the 20th Grammy Awards at the title track won Record of the Year. "New Kid in Town" won Best Arrangement for Voices. The album also nominated Album of the Year, but lost to Fleetwood Mac's "Rumors." Ah, oh, it's another record. It came out in 1976. No, Rumors. no,
2: no, that was 77. 77. I yeah, beg yeah. your pardon. 'Cause I thought it was seventy six also. Okay. I was getting ready to bring it up and I'm like, oh no, I just bring was it 77. up, bring
0: it up like last night's <clears throat> whiskey. whatever. Risky. Uh, uh, Singles include Life in the Fast Lane, yeah. New Kid in Town, and of uh-huh. course Ota, California. Best one of the best selling albums of all time. Uh, twenty six times platinum. Wow. You think after
2: twenty two they just stopped counting. But guess what? Yeah.
0: But there are many more that's why we called this a part one because we're probably oh, gonna read so re, many we're more. gonna revisit this um
2: yep, yep. 21 okay
0: two
2: one one two hey to the new album two one one two
0: let's talk uh, speaking of music this is a band that i just discovered i believe bill shared these guys i think that's okay how I it out. but these guys are from indiana county pennsylvania oh, all right then and i want you guys i want to turn this off here Um, Shh. Lou Lombardi, Strange Love. Just for a second, you Lou dare? No. Uh, so yes. check this out. This is a band called Black Ridge, A Hard Work, Hard Luck. Um, when I saw this and listened to it, before I start the song, this is one, two, uh, three, four, five, five, six musicians. Okay, just playing. There's no laptops.
2: Oh. There's no the tracks. tracks.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, it is just guys. Is it seven guys? Okay, well, I'm I don't have all the folks on the screen at one time here. Um playing. <laughs> we will have Bill tell us a little bit about the band in a second. But listen to this. This is this is amazing. Okay, already it sucks because there's a sax solo and it's. So oh, I don't come like it. on. i'd like the guy's voice yeah it's distinctive yeah. it doesn't sound like um there's this sound that's come, come been m- m- male vocalists have in the past i don't know 10 years or so mm-hmm. and i know this is not right yeah. but it has what i call it's this sort of dave matthews-esque yeah. kind of like high-ish <clears throat> tenor uh-huh. kind of sound. and this guy's voice is nothing yeah. like that, and it's very good. my. phone's Kind of like bridging between the verses on, mm-hmm. like all the way through. It's very, very cool. Five minutes long, so they're not scared to just. Right. The song is as long That's as it has
1: to be. the As a of we love to make you the sound. It fills my heart.
0: Unmute yourself, buddy.
3: Yes. Give us the lowdown. Like?
0: Give us the lowdown on on Black Ridge.
3: All right. So, there are two Pauls. The singer's name is Paul, and the lead guitarist's name is Paul, and they go by Tall Paul and Short Paul. Not that anyone <laughs> needs to know that, but <laughs> um, guitarist Paul does most of the music writing, and Paul, the singer, writes the lyrics. Um. They're a lot of fun.
0: So it's like Paul and Paul instead of John and Paul. Right, it's Paul yeah. and
3: Paul. Um, They are seven-piece. There's sax, there's keyboards, guitar, bass, drums, singer. Who am I forgetting?
0: Uh, there's only six people on the but stage right now. Maybe it
3: is six. Guitar, drums.
0: Uh, yeah, bass. How many did I rattle off? Is it six? Yeah, it's six. Um, The singer of uh, the Fax. tall, Tall Paul, <laughs> has a really cool look yeah it's like you could tell he's working He's got he put some thought into like okay Uh like i I gotta have a look like that's part of you know what people forget is it's music but it's the entertainment exactly so i'm I'm sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead bill
3: speaking of that that entertainment this business part um they bring extra instruments with them to their shows and invite the crowd to come up and play with them wow My daughter played the bongos with them for about 15 songs one time. Oh, that's pretty Um, cool. They're just at the last show I was at. There was a kid playing playing drums off the side of the stage. Uh huh. Um, They're constantly out in the crowd dancing, um, getting the crowd involved. There you go. Um, They're they're just a fun band.
0: And coincidentally, I'm sorry.
3: Go ahead. Coincidentally, Paul the singer. Is infamous in my house because back in it was either 2004 or 2005, he brought his band, It Will Fade It, to do my show live. And we used to, the bands used to play live in my living room. And um, he showed up with the fully electric band, and the agreement with my wife was everything was going to be acoustic. Oh boy. And um, it still comes up. (laughs) (laughs) As it would. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, I think it was great because then I started doing full electric after that. That's pretty um, cool. Her not so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, there you can find them at BlackRidgeOfficial.com. dot um, They have quite quite a few EPs out. Um, my daughter Bria says that she's their favorite Domiano because they send her free stuff all the mm, time. Nice. Yes. Yes. Um, re- really
0: good. Really good band. Are they, they, are, are, very, are, they just, are they, are they touring or doing anything like that? Are they still kind of in the area?
3: They're in the area. Um, they, they're, they play all over the place. Um, they were just announced on the, um, rock for life, Syria mosque show oh. on August 25th. They're playing that show. Um, they just sold out the Indiana Theater, um, oh, 300 seats, standing yeah. room only. It was them and uh, Jukebox something. I can't remember the other band's name. I was there. Um, they are just, they're, they're a lot of fun. You have to see them live. Like what you're hearing recorded there was recorded at um, very, oh man, it's Matt Berry, very something studios. I can't remember the name, very tight, very tight studios um and they're just i know i just keep saying they're fun but that's really that's the one word that stuck in mm-hmm. my head when it, like when i go out and i take photos of a band the amount of photos i take are based on how much fun i'm having and that night i took over 700 and they were on Holy stage for an hour and a half. wow wow
0: hope you didn't run <laughs> out of
3: film Phil. <laughs> it was digital I know. they lose It's behind um, the times. But yeah, the first time I ever saw them was at a Rock for Life show without Paul, the singer. And then he joined them shortly after that. Uh, at that point, he was ill-fated. It just ended. And um, that was the band that I met him in. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, they Paul was also in a um, Led Zeppelin tribute band called Bled Zeppelin. Cool. Um, the singer. I thought Bled. Um. Yeah.
0: Check them out guys. They are very cool. Like I said, this is them performing uh live in the in a studio setting and uh, somebody obviously has forgotten that I'm trying to do a freaking podcast. Oh
3: my. Is that the music from the 412? Yes. Video? Yes. Okay. So that's in that's at um Ralph's um musicians guild.
0: Okay, what I'm saying is like this isn't um, we weren't playing you guys like something like off the CD or something like that. Right,
3: I, I couldn't hear it. I, I oh, you guess couldn't you couldn't hear kinda. it. No. Nah. Oh. Joe couldn't either.
0: <laughs> OK, well, wait a minute. Let me see if see, these are the kind of things we need to know
3: about. Uh, well, I typed it in the chat. <laughs> I,
0: I can't see oh, it. My, my eyes are so really bad. Uh, hey, Lou, you idiot. We can't hear the music. Oh, there it is. <laughs> OK, hold on. Let me let me see. I will, I'm going to edit this out right here. Um, hold a second. Uh, okay. Usually that does it. Hold on.
3: So here, while he's talking, um, it, it, you can find them pretty much everywhere by doing Blackridge official social media. Their website is blackridgeofficial.com. Um, and I know they're working on new stuff now that they're always releasing music, That's which cool. is great because it, it really is good. And it's kind of like, if you try and describe it, it's kind of funky, it's kind of rock, it's yeah. kind of blues, it, it's, there's some <laughs> jazz elements, it's like, it's them. Like, you can't really label it.
0: Okay. Black Ridge. Go check him out. All right. And Mr. Pittsburgh has failed on his duty again.
2: Of what? To bring him new and notable. I've been fucking working, man. I'm working you're not here. You're listening to music while you're working? Yeah. You know how, like you said, you know, like <laughs> Big Lebowski, fucking hate the Eagles? I fucking hate Creedence Clearwater Revival because <laughs> I work with a bunch of hicks and all of their playlists have at least four or five Creedence songs on it. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. It's a fine band. If I have to listen to them, One more
0: time. Um, I always try to give something from YouTube. Yeah. Uh, for for all y'all. All All y'all. For all y'all. For all y'all. Um. Yes. So, I wasn't following this too closely because I don't really give too much crap about celebrity gossip. Nope. But um, this is just a kind of things that make you go, hmm. Oh. I've just saying. i put I put a link to it in um the show notes but apparently Marilyn Manson has been vindicated oh yeah interesting so, so you guys can watch it I put it in there uh the, you, you guys can check it out it's very um uh it's very interesting um so so you're you know, saying- just because somebody looks creepy yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean that they are a creep. Oh,
2: so allegations against him are
0: incorrect. It's it appears that that, that, that like yeah, people are retracting what they said, oh, saying that they were pressured into saying things. Uh-huh. Um, and that uh, people were trying to get okay. saying that they were trying to get money. Naughty, naughty. So this is uh, interesting. Anyways, I put the link to it. You guys can you look go. at it and judge for yourselves when all you right. think about it. Um, I have no dog in that fight no. with Marilyn Manson like, no. at all.
2: We don't even know the guy. We really oh, don't. Come on. I don't give a shit about cookies. I I like cookies.
0: C no. is for cookie that's good enough uh-huh. for me.
2: Now you've gone too. You've gone too far. Go back up.
0: <sighs>
2: I feel like now I you've should. gone too far.
0: I'm always going too
2: far. I know. I wouldn't be Ludini right if I didn't there. go too far. Let's start there.
0: Uh, this day in 1967, dudes, Sean Dixon from the Soup Dragons had the 1990 uh, UK, uh, I'm free. Okay, no, no, no. work well. well this no, birthday, you haven't even
2: gone far up. I did not even gone there. far okay, up. I now. Played, but back
0: now now down. I'm, I'm talking about birthdays. Oh, 1956, geez. Elvis appeared at the 4,000 seat YMCA go. gymnasium in Lexington, <gasps> uh, North Carolina. Also on the bill were Mother Maybell and Ooh, the Carter sisters no, featuring June too. Carter um. so tickets were $1 wow but and $1.50 for reserves ah, see, see. it's worth it. extra 1956,
2: cents. folks. wow on this day 1961 the Beatles played their first ever evening show at the Cavern Club you may have heard of it in Liverpool uh, supporting the Swinging Blue Jeans <laughs> later to become the Swinging Blue Jeans they spell blue jeans different uh, see uh, uh. so clever they're so clever aren't they
0: yeah! yeah. Okay. So, I, it just made me think that, like, by 1971, the Beatles were over. Yeah. It's, this was the beginning in 1961. Right. I would Just think how they changed between then and now. I know. And then, then, then you know, then, between the, then, then and then and then, yeah, yeah. Between, between 1961 and between 1970, they like they became a completely different Difference, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Really interesting. Uh, again, the Beatles. I want to hold your hand was uh, held at number was number one in the United States on this day in 1964. In
2: 1971, Led Zeppelin appeared at the Boat Club, Nottingham, England, on their Back to the Clubs tour. This was the first tour which saw Zeppelin performing Stairway to Heaven, Black Dog, and Going to California. Zeppelin opened the set with Immigrant Song and Heartbreaker. This small club was on the banks of the River Trent, uh, had also seen performances by Elton John, Black Sabbath, Sex Pistols, and Rod Stewart
0: this day in 1973, BBC banned all teeny bopper acts appearing on UK TV show Top of the Pops after a riot <laughs> following a David Cassidy yeah. performance. I watched a, a retrospective on David Cassidy, yeah. I don't know, a year, year and a half mm-hmm. ago, something like that, and remember that, that was featured in there. Yep. yep. On this day, 1976,
2: after a David Bowie concert at the Community War Memorial Arena in Rochester, have I been there? Ah, I've been there. Uh, In Rochester, New York, Iggy Pop and David Bowie were involved in a drug bust at their hotel room where the police found 182 grams, a little over 6.4 ounces of (gasps) the devil's lettuce itself, marijuana. That
0: wacky tie Oh,
2: boy. The pair spent the rest of the night in the Monroe County Jail and and were released at about 7 a.m. on two thousand dollars. Listen, bondage. can you
0: imagine, it, 1976 David Bowie and 1976 Hippy oh, Pop in some God. Monroe County Jail? <laughs> oh, wow, man! <laughs> what a freak show that yeah. had to be! Wow! Oh my God! Lovely! Oh my <laughs> God! I don't want to. don't care about that. Um. Uh Ario Chuck Wagon, this day in nineteen eighty one, Ario Speedwagon went to number one on the US charts with Keep On Loving You. Oh my, my god. Oh my gosh, couple skate memories, yeah. It's a couple couple skate, couple skate, okay, couple skate. <laughs> 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 on this day, nineteen
2: eighty four, Strawberry Fields, an area in Central Park uh, bought by Yoko Ono in memory of her late husband was opened.
0: Okay, so
1: uh, aye, 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 aye.
0: A day in 87, mm. u scored their third UK number one album with The Joshua Tree, featuring the singles, Where the Streets Have No Name, and I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. The album became the fastest selling in UK history and the first album to sell over a million CDs. Wow. CDs were new. CDs yeah. are over. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. They're gone. Yep. Uh, spending 156 weeks on the UK chart.
2: Uh, sad news. On this day, 1991, Leo Fender. The inventor of the Telecaster and Stratocaster guitars died from Parkinson's disease. He started mass-producing solid-body electric guitars in the late 40s When he sold, and when he sold his guitar company in 1965, sales were in excess of $40 million a year. Wow. Thanks, Leo. Yeah, and he didn't even play
0: guitar. No, he didn't. Yeah, it's just yeah funny about that was Leo a funny Bender. thing. Like, he invented the, the, this amazing stuff with the guitar and he actually never, never played. Even played. Unlike Les Paul.
2: Yes. He did uh, play.
0: Bruce Springsteen won an Oscar on this day in 1994 because of the streets of Philadelphia. Yes. So, yes. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll skip go that. that one. We're going skip that. that we'll go, you one. want to talk about these guys? I
2: guess on this day in 1999, Blur went on to number one in the UK album charts with thirteen the band's fourth consecutive number one and making them the only making them only the third act to have four number ones in the 1990s. Simply Red and R.E.M. being the other two. Well, wow, that's some
0: shit. Um, uh, in this day, 2000, Kurt Cobain and Happy Monday singer Sean Ryder both beat older stars such as Keith. Richards and Keith Moon in the League of Rock and Roll Excess compiled by UK Music Weekly Melody Maker, Liam Gallagher, Robbie Williams, Courtney Love, Marilyn Manson, all featured in the top 10. We're not talking about this next thing. Nope, nope. And not, not that, that thing one either. Yes. Oh, here oh, we here, go. Well, this will be the last one.
2: Sure. Uh, this day, 2004. Ozzy Osbourne was named the nation's favorite ambassador to welcome aliens to planet Earth. Well <laughs> duh <clears throat> at the time the fifty-five year old singer came top of the pole. Came top of the pole as his I'm sorry, face. I have to interrupt. That's why
3: we don't see any aliens, because they think right we're all <laughs> awesome. they think everybody's no. like Ozzy. That's okay. <laughs> we're
2: gonna bite their heads off. We'll stay up here. The 55-year-old singer came top of the poll as the the face people wanted to represent them to alien life. Well, that's just wonderful. The poll of internet Uh, users... There we go. go. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, exactly. It was carried out following the discovery of signs of water on Mars. Ozzy won 26% of the vote. A a spokesman for Yahoo News said, as the world waits desperately for signs of alien life, we decided to ask our users who they thought was best suited for this auspicious of roles. Ozzy is a great choice, but I'm not sure what the Martians would make of his individual approach to the English language. (laughs) We understand him fully.
0: They probably would. They'd probably be like... (laughs) Exactly. He's... uh, Uh He said, "That's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a great choice." I think. Wow. I I well, honestly, I would like to know though if it was multiple choice, and yeah. who the other people might have been, yeah. or if they just randomly said, "Who would you want?" and mm-hmm. people just said it. The Aussie. So let's go back in time. How about some birthdays? Um, Chip Taylor. Hey. Happy birthday, Wild Solomon things. Burke. Yes. Uh, known as the king of rock and soul. Oh, my. Uh, just reached out to my, uh, 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 just uh, just out of reach of my open arms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got to get you off of my mind, okay. big hits. Uh, John Boylan. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's boiling. He is boiling. He's boiling. Happy birthday, John Boylan. Viv Stanshell. Viv, right. right Happy right. birthday, Rosemary Stone. Oh. From Sly and the Family. Sure. Ray Dorsett, yes. Paul, founder of Mungo Mungo Jerry. I love Mungo, oh, Jerry. Mungo Jerry. There yeah. you go. In the summertime, <laughs> Eddie Money. Hey, former, I believe, New York City police. Correct cop, as usual, King, King Friday. Uh, Roger Hodgson oh, from um, uh, Super Trip, Yes. Not Robert Hodgkinson's. No Hodgkinson's. Rush, Russell Thompson. Oh, from the stylistics. Yes. Oh, oh, Carl uh, Conrad Lozano from Los uh-huh. Lobos. Oh. Robert Johnson, not that, not Robert, that John. Robert Johnson. From K- this is the Robert Johnson from Casey and Sunshine Band. Oh. happy birthday, Guy Chad, Guy Chadwick. Sure. Hello, I'm Guy Chadwick. That happy sounds like a like one of those like AM DJs. Yeah. You know. It's eight o'clock in the morning here with Guy Chadwick. Here comes your <laughs> traffic report. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Jonathan Norton. <laughs> Don't do it. Back on there. All right. Sean Dickson. Oh. From the Soup Dragon Son of Dick. Jonas Bergen. Sure. With the uh, from the band oh, Ace of Face. Sure, sure. Mark Hamilton. Not Mark Hamill. No. From the Northern Rock band Northern Ireland alternative rock band Ash. Yes. Okay. Derek Wilby or won't from be. Sum Forty One. Oh, all right. And Rochelle Humes from the Saturdays. There was a band called the Sundays. Now, of course, yeah. we had the Saturdays. Not to be confused. That's right. Right, all right then. Yep, yep, yep. They, Happy, look, the, like, they the, look like nice. There's girls. the Happy Mondays. Sure. Here's till Tuesday. Till Tuesday. Oh Lord, here we go. <laughs> there has to be a band <laughs> with Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm sure there is. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's it. I quit.
2: Yeah, we've Fort done
0: We've done enough damage I for think one week. So, yeah. Uh, go to uh, ludinirockandrollcircus. Com to, if you want more damage done to your psyche, oh. go ludinirockandrollcircus. Com. Download, download the app. Download the app. Listen to me. I yeah, I was. I'm, I'm like I'm like Homer Simpson. Don't nope. say download oh, sorry, the app. Download the app. Comes right out of my mouth. Uh, of course. Yeah. There is no app yet. <laughs> Uh, That is com. All kind of cool stuff there. No app. No app. All kind of cool stuff. If you want an app, go to RockRageRadio.com. Download that free app. And if you're looking for awesome paintwork on your, or custom finish, or artwork on your musical instrument, please visit Wolf's Customs or find Chris Thunderwolf Dodson all over social media. Do not forget to check out Black Ridge. Hard work, hard luck. Great song. Uh, they've been around for a while. Mr. Damiano had given us the lowdown on them a little earlier in the podcast. Go back and listen to it if you weren't paying attention. <laughs>
2: oh, Lord. Geez. Oh,
0: guys. Anyways, guys, have a wonderful rest of the week. Yes. Mr. Pittsburgh, is there anything you'd like to add? I love you.
2: <laughs> not you, the audience. Well, not you guys. Uh, yeah, you guys kind of, but.
0: <laughs> kind of love you.
2: We need We need more estrogen. In this podcast right. Yes, if
0: you guys know anybody with yes. est- high estrogen content Hi. We are looking for a fill-in uh, Till Lily comes back So we are definitely looking for somebody I don't want to put it up on social media no. I'm just asking amongst folks I know Because I don't want We don't want like just anybody No, it has you to be a know, very special If you're listening person. to the podcast You know what kind of sense of humor and stuff we exactly. have It's got to have somebody that's going to be cool with that Like mm-hmm. if, they can't, if they can't hear a dick joke what? then <laughs> then like it's not gonna work out and no it speaking won't speaking of dick jokes have a wonderful week we'll catch you all on the next Ludini Rock and Roll yeah. Jesus. We gotta talk to
1: Jesus talk to Jesus talk to Jesus
0: we met at night on the road from the house of broken dreams when well, I met that boy 12 from the valley of the kings <laughs> when that songs is a fire they sing my here they